This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. It's absolutely true that the Bible says that whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there is any excellence and anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. But the Bible also says and exemplifies that we must speak about sin and righteousness and judgment and warn about false teaching and teachers. This is a loving thing to do. Sinners can't be saved without knowing about their sin and God's judgment, and believers need to be warned about getting off track with false teaching and false teachers. So as you read your Bible, just notice what is being said. I don't know what the ratio is of positive to polemic, but don't just gloss over the critical, harder sayings of Christ and the apostles. Emulate the way they preach what is good and comforting, and yet warn what is evil and what is God dishonoring. So with that in mind, listen to how Pastor Travis Allen gives a sort of polemic on how Rick Warren has been the model of this theology of glory that has so influenced the evangelical philosophy of ministry. It was back in 2002 that Rick Warren and Zondervan Publishers published The Purpose Driven Life. The phenomenon that produced the purpose-driven life and before it, the purpose-driven church, what brought that to a reality and made it such an astounding success is with us to this very day, stronger than ever. The purpose-driven life published in 2002 was a follow-up to Rick Warren's earlier hit, 1995, The Purpose-Driven Church. But whereas the purpose-driven church targeted pastors with church growth philosophy, purpose-driven life went after the churches, went after the people in the pews. So Rick Warren, Bill Hybels, and other church growth pastors wanted big, successful churches. So they latched on to this new philosophy, the church growth philosophy. They learned from McGavran and C. Peter Wagner over at Fuller Seminary in Pasadena, California. Rick Warren learned to market church growth from his mentor, Crystal Cathedral pastor and televangelist Robert Schuler. Robert Schuler was not a Christian, though he claimed to be. He was actually a peddler of positive thinking and self-esteem psychology. The shtick of Every motivational guru from Norman Vincent Peale to Tony Robbins. And this stuff worked. It worked in a pragmatic sense. It, it did what it was peddled to do. Rick Warren, Bill Hybels, others, they discovered that by targeting the wealthy in Orange County, California, or in South Barrington, Illinois, it turns out that wealthy Americans, they're a lot like Brahmins in India. They also prefer to become Christians without crossing racial, linguistic, and class barriers. And they too, they like churches full of people who are mirror images of themselves. The success of the purpose-driven church in 1995, that was due to Rick Warren's ability to make this church growth strategy, to market it and its tactics to pastors 
pastors who were desperate to make their churches grow. Pastors who had tried year after year after year after weary year to try to teach the Bible yet to no avail to many people getting up and leaving. And thought something must be wrong. It must be my methodology. So they were the kindling that caught fire with church growth philosophy. And yet for a number of reasons, these same pastors were unable to discern the unbiblical premise of this church growth philosophy. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.